0: At 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and TJ Perry.
1: Hour 2 on a Friday morning, August 25. We're getting to 103 today. Game day forecast now, eight days away, TJ. It says a high of 96 right now on game day.
2: Coming down, coming down each day. There's That cold front's coming in this week, so.
1: A week from, a from tomorrow. Cooling down
2: front, I should call it.
1: Sooners in Arkansas State on Owen Field. But a lot of the focus in Sooner land right now is on tomorrow night when I believe in Philadelphia – We will have a uh, big announcement. Travis Davidson, our uh, partner here at the Ref, our recruiting insider, joins us live now. What's up, Trav?
3: Oh, you know, just uh, coming off a two-commit day yesterday, so life is good, man.
1: How about that? How about that? One of them uh, expected, one of them perhaps unexpected, so let's start with that. Uh, Tell us about the big fish they got out of Heritage Hall and uh, about the little Bowen.
3: Ah, uh, very good fish pun there. Andy Bass coming to town. This kid, I mean, he, he's everything you want, right, out of a prospect. I mean, yeah, he doesn't have the the star ranking to go with it, but raised by a Marine, you know, military family, he is rock solid at six foot two hundred pounds. Runs a four three seven. Um, I mean, at that size, that's just moving. Uh, run to 105 was the 100 meter champion, um, plays pretty much anything you want him to. He was being recruited by Harvard and Dartmouth and uh, Cornell to play quarterback. so you know he can process information. He's a smart kid. but while he will have uh, you know some quarterback type roles around the goal line, I think with Levy, at least that's what Levy told him. He's going to be working in DeMarco Murray's room and I got a chance to watch him camp when he came to OU. And this dude's the real deal. You you walk around, he looks like probably similar to both of you guys. Looks like they're always flexing because so they're just jacked, right? Like cars from right. Rock. I'm
2: glad you recognize that about me, Thank you Travis. For that. Thank
3: you. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's really impressive. He's physically gifted. Like I said, I've, I've I've heard him talk. I heard him on the OU Insider interview. He's very intelligent, very very well spoken. Um, has dreamed of going to OU their whole life. What it feels like is. This is the kid that, in the past, three years from now, he'd be kicking our butts with uh, Kansas State and us going, God, how do we let this kid get out <laughs> yeah, of the city? Right, right. So so I like that this staff is going after those guys where, at minimum, you won't get burned by them when they come back to town and beat you because you didn't offer them.
1: So you think he's a running back at OU?
3: Yep, so he's going to – he's. He's going to be in Demarco Murray's room. That's what he said. He trained with the running backs when he was uh, at camp as well. And that's what really stood out. Got a bond with Demarco Murray very quickly. Again, his size is, is very impressive. His physique is very impressive. So he kind of he kind of pops at a camp like that, anyways. But he plays quarterback for Heritage Hall, so he can he can throw the ball absolutely. He doesn't project as a you know as a quarterback at a place like Oklahoma, but with those physical attributes, it's pretty cool to watch him, you know, just kind of run the option, things like that, and just take off from the backfield and, and, and hit the pile on. He's, he, he's impressive.
1: All right. And that one was expected. Then yesterday afternoon, a bit of a surprise, right?
3: Yeah, a surprise as far as the timing goes, for sure. I think a lot of people had uh, almost assumed that Eli Bowen, younger brother of Peyton Bowen, Uh, would end up in this class. It was just kind of a, you know, when is it going to happen? And then Texas Insiders uh, back uh, a couple months ago were saying that Oklahoma doesn't even look to be in the picture, and it looked like it was coming down to Texas and Texas A&M. But, you know, Texas Insiders, right? But so it was interesting. It looked like it might have been a throwing them off the scent, but, you know, the argument from their side was, Eli doesn't want to be in his in his older brother's shadow. He had to deal with that in high school. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to just be known as Peyton Bone's little brother, right? Because that's what that's what a lot of people know him as. That's what happens when you have a five star, you know, one of the loudest commitments, you know, in the last ten years. That's what happens, and and, and it's just by nature. But uh, OU gets it. I think what happened, Toby, really was he was he was down between OU and Texas. And then a Texas insider yesterday at, like, I don't know, 5 o'clock, maybe 5.30, puts in a crystal ball for Eli Bowen to go to OU. And then 30 minutes later, boom, the edit drops. Eli Bowen is committed to OU without really anybody knowing that that was going to happen. So my thinking is he probably wanted it to be a bit of a mystery. Once the mystery, you know, was kind of up by the Texas insider putting it, an OU crystal ball in, he said, "Hey, Fawcett, go ahead and fire the edit."
1: Four star, right?
3: Yes, four star. And there's some there's some people that think, "Oh, he's a four star because you know, you know, he got all these offers and visits because of his brother." No, this dude is the truth. Standing at only five nine, he's still one of the better playmakers in the country. Last year, when uh, Peyton and Eli were both in the same backfield. He had 10 interceptions, which were a Denton guy, Denton guy or school record. That's uh, his brother Peyton had six. So 10 interceptions to do the dude's ball hawk. When he actually got hurt for a bit last year, the defense really struggled. He was kind of the linchpin, that lockdown corner that would uh, take away everybody's best option. He's he's a really talented kid. And, and when you think about, you know, all we've heard from Peyton or about Peyton is, God, this guy's football IQ like is off the charts. He's picking up the defense really quickly. He's he's just super talented. I mean, you can expect the same out of Eli as far as learning the defense, taking care of business. You know, it's a it's a big-time pickup, no doubt.
1: TJ, theoretically, this means we could have two Bowens and a Bowman in the defensive oh. backfield for OU next year. Oh, yeah. An absolute That's nightmare difficult for a play for you. On play guy. That's difficult yeah, for you. Absolute yeah. nightmare, but uh, we welcome him anyway. Uh, okay. Enough of that. That's all great news. Way to go. By the way, what's the class at now, rankings-wise, after yesterday?
3: Uh, so Rivals, we jumped to 13th. I believe 247, we switched with Auburn, so we're at 14th. So okay. if if David Stone were to announce to the good guys tomorrow, then we would be... I'm not sure what the Rivals would be, but I did the class calculator, and we're like a couple points behind Penn State for the number 10 class.
1: Okay. Tomorrow night, uh, what are all the details as far as how and when this is going to take place? And then, what are you hearing? Which way is it going to go?
3: Well, uh, it, it's going to be um, in, in in Pennsylvania. It's going to be at halftime of his game. Now, I don't know whether he's going to he's going to drag a table out there and put some hats on. I don't know if he's going to, you know, have the band form whatever logo of the school he's going to. Um, who knows, who knows how he's actually going to announce it, but he's going to announce it at halftime. It's going to be on national television, ESPN two. Uh, and that's, that's kind of what, what he was working with, with a date. He wanted it to be big, right? Everything we know about David Stone so far in this recruitment is lots of eyeballs. He likes lots of eyeballs. So with that, with, he had talked with ESPN, all this made sure that he could actually televise it at halftime and they weren't going to go away to break. So, people will be able to watch that. I mean, I think game starts at 6 o'clock Central. So, I think that first half will be the most watched high school football game in Miami, East Lansing, and Oklahoma City Metro. And then nobody will watch the second half. But, uh, yeah, I mean, yesterday people got a little nervous, guys, because all these predictions started rolling in for David Stone to the Sooners. He had Adam Gorney, who's a national recruiting analyst, you had Clint Cosgrove, who's a natural re- national recruiting analyst. And you know what that means. We know you yeah. get a lot of predictions for a five-star defensive lineman.
1: It can't go well.
3: And Liars. Going to Oklahoma State. <laughs>
2: so,
3: You're just going to break my heart again. I was, I was on with, uh, I forget whether it was Steely yesterday or the day before with Tyler, but a couple predictions had come in. And people on the text line legitimately were like, don't like that. That's not yep. good. And and then he posted a picture. He tweeted out a photo yesterday that just said Boomer and had the picture of David Stone on a throne from his uh, visit. Right. And the text line again. This was yesterday. The text line saying, that's not good. He's just no, That's not us.
1: good. That can't be good. Like, yeah. Well, he did <laughs> we throw need- up the U over the weekend, though, right?
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's just I've never seen a commitment or I've never seen a recruitment go, hey, showing love. Hey. Predictions coming in, and it just makes people feel worse.
1: Yeah. Well, what I mean, what's going to happen in your opinion here?
3: I think he's a sooner. I think he. I, I've been thinking Head he's a gum sooner.
1: TJ, that's not he a good sign. You just blew it, Travis. Ah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you
3: blew it. Yep. Come. You, everybody can come for your me. Your fault uh, when, he, when he announces oh, yeah. that he's going to East Popcorn Tech. So. Let me guess. You're
1: going on vacation Monday morning for a week or so. <laughs>
3: I'm playing golf Monday morning, so uh, I'll, I'll have my phone off to be uh, polite to everybody I'm there's
1: with. A lot, is a lock? There's no drama here in your mind?
3: Oh, nothing's a lock with five-star defensive linemen. There's no doubt. If, if we've learned anything, it's that. I mean, like I said, David Hicks, his family had OU t-shirts made specifically custom for his commitment. And then 30 minutes later, they uh, had to take them off and uh, go wow. change into their A&M stuff. I
1: did not and, know uh, that. That's amazing.
3: Yeah, they literally, they literally had... Ou, it was off one of his edits, like one of the one of the commitment edits that that somebody had made. They got him printed on T-shirts, and they were all going to wear them. Yeah, so so things can turn at the last minute. Luckily, David Stone ought to be playing in a football game thirty minutes before the decision, so Miami's bag men can't get to him.
1: Uh don't don't put anything by him. Don't put anything <laughs> by him. Keep a close <laughs> eye on the sideline on Saturday night. I would say. What's the guy's exactly. name that's uh, running the collective down in Miami?
3: Well, it was Ruiz, but man, oh man, he's in all kinds of trouble with the Fed.
1: Oh, okay, okay. So it was LifeWallet
3: uh-huh. with his company, and they were doing a lot of their NIL <laughs> stuff. And of course, he kind of got he got famous because he would brag about it so much, which yeah, is, a, is never a good idea. Um, but yeah, the he had, he was labeled like the king of NIL in the Miami papers, nationally on three everything was saying that he was changing the way that Miami football is going to operate. And then, yeah, I think it was about two months ago, uh, the uh, article started coming out about how he was under investigation from, from the fed, from the fuzz. So yeah, I would, I think the A&M or the uh, Miami money is drying up a bit. And, and one last thing we've done very well against Miami, this cycle. I think it's important to remember that, right? If you remember Devon Mitchell was between yeah. OU and Miami, Jaden Jackson, was between OU, Miami, Texas, others. James Nesta, the uh, the pitcher-slash-linebacker, was between Miami, North Carolina, and Oklahoma. Wyatt Gilmore, out of Minnesota, the defensive end, he was between Miami, Minnesota, and Oklahoma. You're so, making everybody
2: even more nervous now, Travis. Stop! Just calm down. We've gone calm Florida. down.
3: Against the cane, <laughs> but this is the big one. We need to go five and zero. By the way, I'm predicting
2: day. flash mob just before halftime. The whole, it. The, both sides break out into a dance, the and they teams? either, yeah, they either form an O and a U, and interlocking O and U or a U on the field. That's what's going to happen. A flash mob.
3: Well, if they if they form a U, it's going to be a cash mob, not a flash mob. So, <laughs> um, so we'll hope we go five and zero against these uh, against our uh, South Florida friends. But yeah, it's it's. It, it, things are things are trending in the right direction but yeah the this is the one that that people want more than anything so hopefully earlier this for week the health of our fan base
1: oh no joke no we cannot handle it if this doesn't go the right way we we will need statewide therapy um earlier this week you said 65 35 you want to adjust that at all or it still there uh
3: i'll'll i'll add 10 75 <sighs> 25.
1: All right. There you heard it. Six o'clock tomorrow night. Six o'clock is the game. So halftime, probably like, I don't know, 715 or so. It's a high school game. So maybe seven. It's interesting. He's doing it in Philadelphia. I think. Uh, Who they play.
3: Not about the look. They're playing like the Alabama all-stars or something like that. I don't know. It's a, I I forget, I forget what it is. I forget the opponent, but um, it's, it, it just matters that that it's on TV. They, he he would announce on in Ukraine if it meant that it was going to be on TV. So, well, yeah, the, the, the eyeballs, the eyeballs.
1: All right, Travis. Thanks. Great stuff, and uh, we really appreciate it, man. We'll keep our fingers Absolutely. crossed. Absolutely.
3: Shout out to the uh, shout out to the uh, nine one eight schools uh, last night on krefsports.tv for uh, you know handling business Bixby and Union. How about Bixby? Uh, yeah, going crazy. So. Yeah, yeah big Are big, you on today? I'm on. Uh, I'm on with Steely from 12 to 2.
1: Okay, very good. We'll be listening.
3: All right, see you
1: guys. Travis Davidson, catch him noon to two today. Uh, there you go. If you weren't nervous before, you are now. 75-25. He says the percentage chance that OU corrals the Rolling Stone. We we shall see. I'll believe it when I see it. Seven eighteen.
0: We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best.
2: Black Thunder Roofing brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show, locally owned. Offices out of Norman and Edmond serving Shawnee, Yukon, Mustang, and Angie's List award winner four times, this Black Thunder Roofing 405-473-8028 405-473-8028 or blackthunderroofing.com. You can tell your daughter she is correct on the Spotless sign, uh, song. You listen? I don't know if it's the greatest collaboration of all time, but it is a legit song. I can't play it. I don't even know it. if
1: she's heard the song. I think she just saw Zach Bryan and Lumineers oh. and, and said that. So.
2: I can't play it because he's fond of four-letter words, and mm-hmm. uh, so I'd be nervous about playing it. Good song, it, though, huh? But, man. mm mm Okay, now, easy. Goodness. I feel like I feel like you talking about a pimento cheese sandwich. Uh, <laughs> Knippelmeier- Before I get to the text line. Oh, by the it, way, my wife made uh, her spaghetti sauce last night. Oh, see. I, <laughs> oh, oh, oh,
1: oh. Hang on just a second. Hang on a second.
2: <laughs> see, you can do that over spaghetti sauce, but I can't do that over a Zach Bryan song. Come on. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> Before we get to the text line, question for you on this kid. Yeah, go ahead. I know talent trumps everything. Thank you. I appreciate that. Anybody else a little nervous about this kid like I am? The whole world's nervous. No, I'm not talking about where he's going to go. Oh. I'm talking about uh, the, the amount of attention that he likes, the look at me, the... I don't know. I don't know. Well, just in case
1: he's listening... No, <laughs> he's not listening. I think he's going to be fantastic. And I, that's uh, what I'm saying.
2: Talent trumps
1: everything. Uh, but... A leader and a role model and uh, the next great NFL football uh, player to come out. Well, of I'm telling
2: you right now, if he doesn't pick Oklahoma, he becomes annoying real quick. <laughs> everybody he's not, else
1: he's not listening yeah some of that stuff's gonna have to be wrangled in a little bit once he gets yeah there. that's but what let's i'm saying get him, let's get him here all
2: right i'm just i'm just saying i, I see some soul stuff mission will doing. get a hold
1: of him soul all mission right, will get his right. heart and mind in the right place i hope so Schmidt will get his body in the right place brent will you know and maybe be,
2: once the decision's made a lot of that goes away he just likes the attention through the process i will see yeah but yeah uh, Knippelmar Chevrolet. You're gonna chase him off. Now we're gonna blame you. <laughs> we'll blame me. Go ahead. You're
1: gonna interview him Saturday night and he's gonna be like, you know what? I was going to OU, but I heard this radio host <laughs> say he was worried about me down hey, there. If, if
2: what I just said influences somebody's life that much. And these are five stars. Man. Let Everything him go. is tenuous. Let Everything him go. is tenuous. <laughs> let Somebody could tweet out your quote and bam, he's gone. <laughs> To Chevrolet text line. To clarify, you were willing, to, <laughs> you were willing to get Toby. You were willing to get up at 4 a.m. to drive all the way to studio from Piedmont for a chicken sandwich. Well,
0: probably 4:30. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: I don't know that that would have required a shower. I could have put a hat on for this. I'm not like going to be making a public appearance or anything. But I want to, like, we're talking about a pimento honey pepper chicken sandwich. And we're also talking about, potentially, TJ, the first people in America to get to try this thing. At least in I'm gonna the public, say we right?
2: Are. Yeah, I'm going to say we are. So,
1: yeah, i drive all the way for Noble McIntyre. I would
2: certainly drive all the way for a chicken sandwich. <laughs> uh uh-huh. Tiro, the coaches' shows. Uh, Rudy's starting again Monday evening, correct? That's right. Thank you for reminding me.
1: Monday night, our first Rudy's night of the year. Same night, new time this year. Everything moves up an hour. So the huddle will be at six o'clock. This week, it'll feature Gabe Eichard, Caleb Kelly, and myself. 7 o'clock will be the first Brent Venables show. We call it Sooner Sports Talk, and uh, Teddy Lehman will join me for that. Open to the public. I assume everybody knows this by now. Come on by. You can. Uh, it's televised and a radio show. You can watch it live. You can have great barbecue. The place will be packed. It's a party. It will also air. Both shows will air on ESPN+. Plus. On Monday night, if you want to watch from the air-conditioned comfort of your house. Starts Monday. Game week next week, Teach
2: Here we go. Game week. The Spanish soccer president sounds like Joe. I want to kiss you, Namath. Yeah. (laughs) He he didn't say, I want to kiss you. He just uh, kissed her. Susie Colber, is that right? Yeah, that was Susie Colber, yeah. yeah. I stand with the kisser. We've all become way too sensitive. Is that what
1: this is? This is a left-wing liberal well, situation? You can't go around kissing chance, people on the lips anymore? Any
2: chance the two of them are dating? Uh, I don't know. No idea.
1: I think that would have come out by now, right? I mean,
2: that's maybe that's why he's saying it's consensual. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so, so one of the new commits is named Andy Bass? Good thing is his parents didn't name him Billy like the singing fish that hangs on the wall. I'm sure that was thought out. I'm there sure goes that, that, guy. that <laughs> guy.
1: There goes that guy. He and his parents tuned in this morning all excited to hear what everybody has to say about his big news and here we are making fun of his name. So uh, expect him to be a cowboy any
2: any moment now. Um we'll good. have some we'll have some fun with that. Uh, this one says, it's sexual assault. It's not cool. Remember, you have female listeners. Thank you. He says it's said not as cool? I, I didn't ever said it was cool. I, I just the, said the,
1: the, the person on uh, the text line maybe was saying it was. We're getting soft, he said.
2: Yeah. yeah maybe that was what it was. Um, good morning, y'all, from the Colony, uh, Texas. I recall last year that Oklahoma got burned quite a few times. On uh, the read, for example, in the TCU game on the quarterback went to the right and went untouched. My question is, has Oklahoma done something to stop that, do you believe, for the upcoming year? That's from John. I may have read that. No, John, they have decided not to. They said, no, let it happen again. They've decided. (laughs) We don't want to touch the quarterback. They've decided on that particular play,
1: there's nothing we can do about it. And uh, they're just going to let it let it be. So hopefully teams don't figure that out. Yeah. I don't know what play he's talking about, Teach, but I would I would assume they have tried to address all the deficiencies from a year ago. Sorry, we were being a little bit of a smart aleck there, John. Yeah,
2: yeah. Sorry, John. Uh,
1: but whatever play you're talking about, uh, there were six, several defensive breakdowns last year, and I'm going to guess each and every one has been addressed. Now, does that mean that they're going to play perfect defense this year? No but hopefully much better defense.
2: If Stone chooses anyone but OU, Sooner fans will have generational recruiting trauma. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt about that. Uh,
1: I cannot imagine a worse way to go into week one of the season to absolutely take the air out of the excitement of a new season than for this kid Put on a chain and throw up the U on Saturday night, TJ.
2: Yeah, but that disappointment lasts for a week, and then football starts, and you start win, just win, and everything goes away. No, now, I know I'm that just disappointment saying, will would, be there be, still.
1: Yeah, like the show Monday night, the, the everything in the week would be like, Whoa. there'd be credit, you know, there'd be criti- there'll be criticism. There's already criticism, so. <laughs>
2: Travis being positive has someone here uh, nervous on the text line. They're telling me I uh, should have hung up on Travis. <laughs> well, hang on. Let me try Let me practice. <laughs> I think that's why I keep my throat keeps bothering me this morning. Uh, I think wheezing, it's because of that weird laughing I was doing yesterday. I yeah.
1: might need to hear this promo. Can you send it to me or play it or something? Uh,
2: Yes. Yeah. Right. Um, we can do that. What if the band, one more, then we got to get to the counter. What if the band forms a U first, then the O starts marching in to make the O U <laughs> <love> biggest <laughs> troll <laughs>
3: announcement of all time? Oh, that would be awesome!
1: The band forms a giant U, and everybody's going crazy. He even like puts on a, a Miami hat and everything, and then from the end zone. I tell Here you. comes this O.
2: Make it <laughs> flash mob band. Uh, make it a production, man. Go Wait. all out dancing. Wait, what's happening? Top hats. There's an O coming from the end zone. <laughs> Where's it going?
1: Oh my! It's going to midfield. It's linking up with the U. And then he takes off the hat and put uh Would it be? It would be, be pretty. A lot awesome. of people involved yeah. to keep that a secret. <laughs> Uh, 7.33, the final day
0: of the countdown next. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. How do I?
2: They have great identity, they're national brands.
0: You found somebody, haven't you? You want a divorce! Say it!
2: Oklahoma State's not going to change what you do because Oklahoma okay. chose to go to the SEC. They need to change what they do because they're the ones that made their mind up to go to the SEC. What is
0: this?
1: What,
2: what's happening? What Robert is trying to say is that we are getting a divorce.
0: Talk to this? No. No. I gotta say, I could have called this one. No. Yeah. Is it our fault? <laughs>
2: because yeah. we were
0: bad? Please don't, by the way. Please
2: don't. All Oklahoma had to do was not go to the SEC. So it is what it is. And in Oklahoma's
3: case, I think they were more of what I would call uh, the reluctant bride. Financially, it's the only responsible thing to do. Uh, bottom line, we carried the league
0: financially. I uh, was in Texas with TV money and whatnot. We accelerated Texas and OU withdrawal, which was a win-win
1: for all parties.
2: It's time for one last countdown and a final ride with the Big 12. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it sucked.
1: We kicking this
2: somebody
3: we kicking this thing <laughs>
2: off. <laughs> Here we go. Live! From the Palace in Piedmont, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show Top 25 Countdown, brought to you by Carter Jennings Law. Now, with today's team, here's the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland.
1: Final day of the countdown. We reached number one today. Big props to TJ, as always. A tremendous open to this year's countdown. We have now heard it 25 times. (laughs) Wow. Sorry, people. And it has not gotten old. Uh, It's been a fantastic job as always, TJ. Way to go. Drake Dyken as well, who helped out while uh, TJ was on his Grand Alaskan vacation. And this is it. We go all the way to number one today. So final day of the countdown. We're hitting all the fight songs today. All right, we're getting you in the mood. We're going to remind you all the teams that we've had over the last five weeks, starting way back when at number 25. This was uh, July the 24th, TJ. So a week or, or a month and a day ago, Texas Tech was our 25th ranked team. Tyler Shuck at quarterback, they get Oregon in week two. At 24, I'll go faster, I promise. South Carolina at 24, Shane Beamer's team gets North Carolina in week one. Big test for Spencer Rattler right out of the gates. Langston Moore joined us to talk Gamecocks football. Twenty-three, voice of the Tar Heels, Jones Angel joined us to talk North Carolina football. Drake May back at QB for that big Carolina showdown in Charlotte on Saturday night. Twenty-two, Andrew Monaco, voice of the Texas A&M Aggies, joined us to talk A&M football. Jimbo Fisher hired Bobby Petrino to try to make that offense better this year. We'll see how that goes. Twenty-one. Phil Elson from Fayetteville, Arkansas, radio fame, joined us to talk Arkansas football. K.J. Jefferson and the Razorbacks came in at number 21. At 20, voice of the Wildcats, Tom Leach, was not coerced at all into coming onto our radio show, Teach, to talk about Mark Stoops and the Kentucky Wildcats. He did so willingly. At number 19, Ole Miss came in at 19. Jackson Dart, Expected to start the season opener. Spencer Sanders, though, hot on his heels. Whoever it is will hand the ball to Quinshawn Judkins a lot this year. 18. Lower than most. Texas came in at 18 on our countdown. Quinn Ewers shaved his head. 17.
2: Must be the new thing now.
1: Yeah, everybody's shaving their heads now. 17, TCU, the National Runners-Up from a year ago, with now Chandler Morris at quarterback. They get Dion in Week 1 in Fort Worth. 16, Washington with Michael Penix Jr. at quarterback. Watch out for them in the Pac-12. They're at 16. At 15, the defending Big 12 champs, the Kansas State Wildcats, came in at 15. Stan Weber joined us to talk about Will Howard in the game. At 14, Another threat in the Pac-12, the Oregon Ducks. They have put up Heisman posters of Bo Nix in Times Square already. Oregon at 14. 13. Notre Dame landed one of the big transfers of the offseason in quarterback Sam Hartman from Wake Forest. They host Ohio State in the opening month of the season. Notre Dame at 13. At 12. Voice of the Nittany Lions, Steve Jones, joined us to talk Penn State football. Could be the best James Franklin team yet, they say. At 11, Butkus Award winner, Sooner Radio color analyst, Teddy Lehman, joined us to talk Oklahoma Sooners football. Can Dylan Gabriel be better, and can the defense turn around after a 6-7 and seven season? Sooners at 11. At 10, the Heisman Trophy winner, Caleb Williams, is back in Los Angeles. USC came in at number 10 at 9. USC vanquished twice last year by Utah. Bill Riley, voice of the Utes, joined us to talk about Cam Rising, who looks like probably not going to be ready to go for week one. But uh, And that's Florida, by the way. They get Florida in week one. We shall see keeping it close to the vest out there at number eight Don Munson voice of the Clemson Tigers joined us talk about uh Dabo Sweeney's team Garrett Riley now their offensive coordinator Cade Klubnick takes over full-time at QB at seven Florida State squeaked by the Sooners in the Cheez-It Bowl last year Jeff Colhane their play-by-play voice joined us to talk about Jordan Travis and the most highly anticipated seminoles team in several years they open with lsu on the opening sunday night at six rocky top at six bob kessling does not like pimento cheese joe milton takes over at quarterback for the vols they come in at six then this week at five voice of the buckeyes paul keels joined us to talk ohio state football They're replacing a quarterback. They go to Notre Dame in the opening month of the season. They also go to Michigan this year. At four, year two for Brian Kelly in Baton Rouge, Jaden Daniels back at quarterback. They get Florida State in week one in Orlando. At three, Alabama, our third-ranked team, Chris Stewart joined us this week to talk about the Crimson Tide. They're replacing a quarterback. And yesterday at 2, the Michigan Wolverines come in at number 2. They get Ohio State at home. They've got a comfortable schedule this year. They really don't play anybody till the final month of the season, even though Jim Harbaugh might not be around for three games. Michigan, back-to-back college football playoffs, they come in at number 2. Which brings us to today the number one ranked team in our T-Row in the Morning Show Top 25 College Football Countdown is the two-time defending national champions. The Georgia Bulldogs come in at number one. We'll take a break, and we'll tell you more about the Dogs and their new quarterback on the other side.
0: Bleed Crimson? Love great Sooner Talk? Join the Ref Army by downloading our free app. Toby and TJ, Plank and Josh, Steelman and Thune, and Teddy and Tyler. We have the Sooner experts. The ref is home to Sooner fans worldwide.
1: Ah, the dogs come in at number one. No surprise here. The two-time defending champs begin the post-Stetson Bennett era, Teach, But the bad news for the rest of the country is that the new quarterback – Looks much more like a quarterback than the old quarterback (laughs) Stetson Stetson Bennett. uh, The most probably underappreciated great quarterback in college football history. And even when I say that, there are some people out there saying he wasn't a great quarterback. Carson Beck takes over now. Carson Beck looks like a dude. Like he's six foot four. He looks like an NFL prototype quarterback um obviously they've got to replace a lot but they are loaded everywhere again they might have the best opportunity for a tight end to win the heisman trophy in college football history in brock bowers dude is an absolute animal uh he has a very good receiver in lad mcconkey did lose one of his running backs to injuries this week but uh they they got more They got four starters back on the offensive line. You know, the offense will go as Beck goes, but he's got time to ease into it when we look at the schedule here in a bit. So, you know, that's comforting, I guess, if you're a Georgia fan. Defensively, they will be absolutely stacked again this year. You know, last year was the rebuilding year for Georgia on defense. Uh, That's scary. Because a significant part of that production is back this year. Zion Logue up front, Warren Brinson, Michael Williams, uh back from his foot surgery. Uh linebackers, Jamon Dumas Johnson, secondary's great, Javon Bullard, uh there you know, every level of the defense stacked with NFL football players. Uh so I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Georgia is really good again. They need the quarterback to be able to play to a Stetson Bennett level. I think he has a pretty good chance of doing that. And if you hear the praise coming out of Athens, uh, they believe this kid is uh, a superstar. So we haven't seen him yet. I guess we're going to have to see it to know for sure. But the thing that really makes you feel good about georgia or bad about georgia is the schedule it's an sec schedule but it's as light as it can possibly be ut martin in the opener ball state after that then they have south carolina in their sec opener that game's at home then uab all the first four games all in athens between the hedges first road trip at auburn auburn not in our top 25 this year Kentucky at home at Vandy. We are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games into the season. And uh, I don't see a hiccup anywhere yet. Then they get Florida. That game is in Jacksonville, obviously. Florida not in our top 25. Missouri at home. Ole Miss at home. Here's the first real tough test on November 18th at Tennessee. Legit test. And then they close out the season with their rivalry game against Georgia Tech. That game is in Atlanta. So no Alabama, no LSU, no Texas A&M. They got the at Tennessee game, which is the only one that you look at and say, you know what, they could lose that one. I suppose South Carolina could come in and stun them. I suppose they could go down and take Auburn for granted. I suppose Florida's better than we think and gives them a game in, in Jacksonville. But I don't know, Tej, I mean this is uh this is about as light as an SEC schedule could be for the two time defending champs who are good and now have a six foot four quarterback. I see really nothing that keeps Georgia out of the SEC championship game in a college football playoff yet again. Georgia at one too high or just
2: right unfortunately just right they are the number one team going into this season now I'll say winning it again I don't know that that's going to happen but you've got them just right they are definitely the number one team going into the country and the team that everyone's striving to recruit like win like and be like at this point in college football I will say this it does feel like
1: Everything has gone right for Georgia the last couple of
2: years. Right. So I think, yeah. Even the
1: off-field trouble with all these guys speeding and all Mm -hmm, kinds of stuff mm -hmm. is kind of nobody cares about for some reason. Does feel like they're due for something not going right for them this year. So we shall see. Georgia at 1, countdown is over. 8 o'clock hour next.